This program deals with themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. Hey, welcome to the Two Bobs. I'm Rob. Rob. And I'm Robert. You're listening to episode 202 for Monday, January 23rd, 2023. This week, we're back after two weeks, and we're going to talk about, as always, the beer we're drinking. And, and then that's it. We'll see you next time. See ya. Just a bunch of, yeah, we're just talking about beer. Fuck it. Yeah, we'll, we'll buy. We'll talk about crazy news and cold. <laughs> we'll talk about crazy news, including an old people grocery store, a not so smooth criminal, fear of flying, a wolf man, some dudes that couldn't even do hate right, and the Mile High Crapper Club. I can hear you so well now. Well, that's good. We had a little technical difficulty to start the episode, so it sounded like it might have been one of those uh, episodes where we just fought through it or struggled through it, I guess. Yeah, that's, you know, that was my the name of the game today, too. It's been my theme today. You know, Struggle it started us. at the office. Started at the office is one of those days where I really did want to throw my computer out on the main street and oncoming traffic <laughs> as like a, like a cement truck or something was driving by. But, uh, yeah. you know, I thought that my, my technology woes we're finished when i got home apparently not but uh it's okay we're here i'm drinking mm-hmm. drinking beer you know shit we made it and we missed we missed we last did. week unfortunately just shit happens i got some things that came up and i can only do one day and it just happened to be that that was not a good day so we apologize you know as we've talked like life life happens right we're Sometimes. busy people and uh yeah and i'm actually i'm glad we did this tonight because i had originally said hey we can record thursday or friday and that yep. was before I remembered slash Kelly, uh, Kelly reminded me that she won't be home tomorrow night. So I'm like, Uh-oh. all right, we definitely need to get this done on Thursday. So yeah, glad, glad we're here and uh, we're going to have a fucking great podcast. Well, we are. But you know what? I just realized I, I turned my my sound machine on and then I I guess it fell back asleep. And now here we go. So if we're going to go into any sort of, you know, beers or talking about that stuff, I got to allow my uh, my, Chinese, my Chinese iPad to boot. But it's now booted. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm Should glad you noticed now. Yeah. I mean, you could play the drop now if, oh. if possible. This volume is probably going to get like, fucked up. Oh, no, that was good. Look that's at that. good. See? You're the one that's all jacked up today, not me. Are you doing it? Well, okay, I did. But it was <laughs> that's Skype. That's a weird thing, though. It's, it, yeah, it's a Skype setting, but it's not, uh, not something that you would have gone in and changed. Never. I've never messed with it. I put it back up to five. I feel like it's right in the middle. That's a good, a good volume. I don't yeah. know. I fucking Whatever. hear people talk. <laughs> so that's, that's a big part of what we do. Is you need to be. Although there are times you probably wish that your volume was all the way down. Eh, you know, that's it, well. Then it would be. It would be really difficult. There's times when it might as well be down. It's <laughs> it's usually a couple drinks in when I pretty much even though you're here. I'm just going off on whatever, but tonight's not going to be one of those nights. I'm on a diet, and we can Uh-oh. tell listeners I'm I'm on a journey to lose weight. I'm fat, yeah. and you know, as I told my my doctor, it was easier. You know, it was when I was twenty something years old. Yeah, it was pretty easy to be fat when you're in, if you're in your twenties. Like, it doesn't matter. You can like, drop you're, it you're, you're in your twenties, right? And then I got to my thirties, and it was and it was tougher to be fat in my thirties. Now that I'm in my forties, now though. I'm just yeah. thinking, shit, if I'm still fat when I turn 50, I'm going to die. So 
I'm, yeah, that's so, what I'm up against. <laughs> exactly. So you you you've been there. Although, you know, arguably I'm I'm a much larger person than you are even now, you know. But but it's okay. I'm on I'm on this journey and uh whatever. I'm still going to drink beer and and I put the calories <laughs> in my app. I even I I reserve oh. enough calories aside. I I put two beers in my app this morning just so I could make sure that they were allocated correctly. Yeah. Now, do you know how many calories are in a in a Bose old fashioned, or do you do you even worry about that? Since it was a special day yesterday, hundred and ninety one calories. <laughs> Is that what you just you just Google it and that's what you figured, or did they have no? I to tell you that? well, I know what they make, and it's a two pour, right? So there's two ounces yeah. of 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 bourbon, right? And they use they use Old Forester, so I found two ounces of Old Forester bourbon. Oh boy. A half ounce of simple syrup, a yeah. maraschino cherry, and that's what I put in. So it's exactly okay. 191 calories. So it's not one of those like maybe it's 300 calories, maybe right. it's 100 calories. It's it, no, it's 191. <laughs> now, did so, you did you save that as a preset in your little app now so that you can just I enter did. it in? Okay, I good. did. My fitness pal now has <laughs> old fashioned on it, so I can very efficiently just tap however many I want to drink that day. Yeah, and it just throws it in there for me. Just repeatedly keep tapping. I mean, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> hey, at seven bucks, you might as well. Eight bucks. Ah, same thing. What are you drinking? So I played the drop. You have to tell us the beer now. Oh yeah, we we did play the drop. So this, right. so we're going to a new brewery, new brewery oh. alert this week. It, wow. Oh, excuse me. Uh, it's it's uh, Abomination Brewing. They're oh. based out of fuck. I know. Usually they put that in the can. Let's see here. Uh, <laughs> Oh, North Haven, Connecticut. Going to North Haven, Connecticut. And this is the Drippy Popsicle Orange Creamsicle. So they have a couple different flavors of this one. This is the Orange Creamsicle flavor. It is a fruited smoothie sour ale with orange, vanilla, and marshmallow. It's 5.5% alcohol by volume. And uh, the can just says fruited smoothie sour with orange vanilla and marshmallow. Doesn't say much more than that, um, but it's it's kind of a cool can. There's like a, what appears to be a penguin with a oh, skull nice. head, and, and, <laughs> and he's sitting there just like with a with a, a creamsicle in his hand. So very interesting, delicious. and it's nice and thick too. Like it, it's like it's yeah. yellow. It's it's Smooth. yellow and thick, as I would expect maybe something like this to be. It looks like an kind of like a like orange juice, only thicker yeah. than orange juice. And I'm going to try it. I've never had it again. Never had this brewery on the show or off the show. Uh, I just found it on the shelf at Zatunas today. It looked really good. So here we go. First off. I like my orange juice pulpy. For, <laughs> well, there's no pulp in this one. Maybe you won't like it. First off, like I smell everything that it says it has in it. I smell orange. I smell vanilla. And I smell a lot of marshmallow, too. Like it. Like it just it it smells like a delicious beer, a delicious sour, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, here I go. That's really good. Okay. That that's really good. In fact, like it reminds me of like an orange creamsicle when I was a kid. Kind of brings yeah. you back to your childhood a little bit, with the added benefit of alcohol in it. Um. Yeah, thick, very sweet, very fruity. Um, you get the sour, the tartness, I should say, um, from the orange in there. Uh, 
Mm. You taste all of the elements. So yeah. very complex. I get the I get the the orange, I get the vanilla, I get the marshmallow. Really, really, really good. I rated it a four point seven five on Untapped, but I depending. See. But, but I I may have to change it to a five. It's actually it's a really really it's, good sour. It's very high. Everybody, with the exception of a couple of them, are are all rated high. One of them said they put it in the in the uh, freezer for an hour to make it almost a bit more slushy. Well, what's funny is if you look at the side of the can, it actually yeah. says make make your own drippy popsicle at home, and it says step one stick can in freezer, step yeah. two wait an hour, step three open pour and serve. So it actually tells you. Huh. That you can kind of freeze it a little bit, make it more like a like a slushy. I didn't have time to do that. I got home from work, threw it in the fridge, and then about like maybe a half hour before we started recording, yeah, I went out there and just threw it in the freezer for a little bit because it's a sour. You like it nice and cold, yeah. Um, so it's cold. It's not frozen by any means, um, but <laughs> a really really good sour. I it, it, it's one of those. If I if I see it again at the store, I'm gonna have to get more. Yeah, the five, you might as well. It's it's that sounds good. It's very similar to, to some of those ones that I've I've had in the past too, where you just kind of go into it it's like, yeah, it's just it's just done right. So that sounds like another solid brewery. I'll have to look to see if I can get any of those. I'm I'm looking on the uh untapped website that you linked and it doesn't do the beer finder on that, but maybe there is a way to find out if they sell it near me so I can try some. I mean, they're based out of Connecticut, and I yeah. have it here. So, yeah, you know, it, it to me, it wouldn't be like super crazy if they had it in Virginia too. Yeah, but yeah, I huh. just I, again, they had and they had a couple at the store from the same brewery, like uh, yeah. Instituta. They have like kind of like a like a sour section. Um, yeah, and uh, so I just grabbed this one. I grabs I grabbed a bunch. I, there's some coming up. I have some from Untitled Art that I'll have on the show. I have some from Oddside that I'll have on the show. And then I grabbed this one as a one-off because it just looked kind of good. Uh, and I'm glad I did. I might have to get more from this brewery. Huh. Yeah, it says that they're distributed in 32 states. So I would imagine they can get down here. So let's just check on Untapped or beer menus. Um, cool. I'll take a look out for it. Yeah, and by the way, I, I, I'm i going to have to go back and, and up my rating to a five, five. on this. It's just, I, I like it too much. Um you know, it it it's a smoothie sour, so it's thicker. Like I like my sours. Yeah. Um, really good flavor, very complex uh, uh, flavors in this. Yeah, very good. Huh. Well, I'm going to go to a, a brewery that's new to the the show as well, and it's a uh, a brewery called Clown Shoes, and they're actually based out of that same area. And the funny thing is, well, it said I think it said Vermont on the on the can, but then it also. Oh, Boston. So it's, it's, it's up that way. Melissa and I, we saw Boston. it, uh, at a location and she's, she was born in Vermont. So she said, Oh, Vermont. So we grabbed it and I was intrigued by it. It's a, it's a, again, it's a brewery called Clown Shoes and the, uh, the beer is called Snow on the Maple Tree and it's an imperial stout aged in maple bourbon barrels. And I got excited because it sounded a lot like CBS. Yeah. So I thought, okay, well, it's going to be something similar and I'll try it, but. Uh, so we grabbed it and the can looked kind of cool and, and again, being uh, a Vermont type thing, but it's, what's funny to me is that yours is abomination. And I, and I think about the abominable snowman and now I've got one called snow on the maple tree and they're both from either Connecticut, Vermont, Massachusetts, around that same area. So that's kind of a strange coincidence, but 
Uh, again, this is a limited release. Clown Shoes uh, Brewing uh, Snow on the Maple Tree. Imperial Stout aged in maple bourbon barrels. And the website says 11%, so be wary. Uh, in- inspiration guides us here at Clown Shoes. The concept for this Imperial Stout begins with the singular quiet serenity of water. A vision of a Japanese maple tree weathering a snowstorm presented itself. And looking closer, I saw frolicking Manchurian cranes in clown shoes. Weird, yes, but nice. Tasting notes aged in bourbon barrels that had premium maple syrup, then aged in them as well. This beer is a beautiful compliment for a winter night. So, uh, I don't know. Let's see if I can find. So the cans, the cans, kind of cool. It's got the the snow on the maple tree there that you see, and not a whole lot else. Although they do have the the cranes there in the black. Although I, I didn't look close enough to see clown shoes because I'm at the age where I can't see anything close up. And uh, I'm going to. Nice. Uh, it's I'm nice not there and dark. <laughs> You'll be there. It's I'm nice and wait. dark, so it looks like a CBS would pour. Um, I'm going into it knowing that it probably won't taste like a CBS, but let me see what I can find. Smelling cool. it, I get I get more of like the bourbon, but not a whole lot of maple. Let's see if there's any sweetness in there. I'm going back and trying to remember what I had from Clown Shoes. I, I want to say it was like, uh, they have like, uh, I think it was a chocolate sombrero, which is a Mexican style chocolate stout. Mm-hmm. That sounds really familiar. I thought I remember hating it though. Yeah, well, it's it's funny you mentioned that earlier before we got on here, and I thought, well, this one's going to be good. I I kind of held my rating back because I wanted to have a little bit more and think about it. And I I just I, I if it's, it's a beer that I think I'm going to like, I go ahead and drag it over to the four, and then I'll start from there. But I'm going to take this one down, and I'm going to go to three and three quarters. It, it's good. I wouldn't buy it again. Um, I'm going to drink the other. I think there was were four. Uh, Melissa had one. I'll have to ask her what she thought about it. She thought it was decent. Um, hmm. I'm going to put it at three and three quarters. I get it's funny, and it didn't say in here. It tells you really nothing about it. So it says uh, you know, the maple bourbon barrels, uh, maple syrup, and that's kind of it. And it says... It doesn't even say that. I get chocolate in there, and I was not surprising, or excuse me, I was not expecting chocolate in there. Um, but that's what I get. I I do get the maple, um, very very slightly, so it's not quite as as good as a CBS in that in that case. I do get the bourbon barrels, and again, I taste chocolate in there, and there's nothing in here calling for chocolate, so it's kind of yeah. It it's it's throwing me for a loop a little bit. I'll leave it at the three three quarters for now, but uh, it's not something that I'm overly happy with, unfortunately. So a bit, a bit disappointed, but hey, you don't know it until you try it. What's funny is, so I don't know why I'm still stuck on this. Yeah, but I I had to have been this one. Oh, here it is. Yeah, so I did have chocolate sombrero. Yeah, it was. In March of 2017, hmm. and I didn't rate it, which probably isn't <laughs> isn't good then, right? Yeah, you you didn't know how poorly to go. Apparently not. Let's let's see here. And, and I I I in March of 2017, I put a, and I I checked in 
Yeah. You toasted it, and then you said, and it's the chocolate sombrero. You said, needs a picture. I said, done. <laughs> and then you put nice, and I said, shit will put hair on your nuts. And uh-huh. you put, that's how you know it's good. So maybe I didn't hate it. I don't know. It was a <laughs> long time. It was six years ago almost, you know? Go easy on me. Yeah, that's what feels like it needs to be. It needs to be colder. I don't know. It's hard yeah. to know. Maybe, maybe it's maybe it'll, it's going to warm up on me. And I I didn't eat a whole lot too, so we'll see how the eleven percent does. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what yeah. to tell you. What I did, what I remember, kind of thinking about is I think there was like chilies or something in it. I don't like yeah. beer that has it has spice in it. Like yeah. I, it has no it, uh, other than pumpkin, right? Spice like chili peppers and stuff like that. Yeah. In my opinion. Has no business in beer. And yeah. A lot of people like it, and if you do, good for you. I'm not one of them, though. Yeah, that that would throw me for a loop too. There's there's certain things in there that I I know I'm not going to like. And actually, it's funny. We went to a brewery the other day. We were off, obviously, for the long weekend. We went on 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 Monday. There was one that um, I knew had a really actually a really good, uh, good. beer like this one, but it's it was in rum barrels, and I had some before, and it was oh. really good. And and so, well, let's drive over there. We hadn't been to that particular one, so we went, and uh, they didn't they didn't happen to have it, but they had another one that was snow related. So I thought, okay, well, we'll try it. And it actually had ginger in it, and I was a little bit, I was a little bit nervous. I liked the other things. It had like nutmeg and uh, yeah. different different like wintry type things in there and the ginger i thought that's going to be weird but but actually was quite good so it, mm. it's not something that i would expect and i and i got it just because a couple of the other ones like she had one and she says oh we'll both try it and then we'll share each one and um <laughs> surprisingly wasn't 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 bad at all and i think i rated it a four like i would i would go back and i would get more so yeah. uh, every now and then those those flavors will kind of make you think but then now and then you're surprised by it and, and actually enjoy it you never know. I mean, it, it again. It it really just depends on how it plays with the other flavors. But if it's if it's like chili forward, then I'm not going to like it. There's nothing you can do at that point, in my opinion. No, no. Well, shit. Well, one thing we can do is but talk rum, about I have, crazy news. I feel, like, I feel like I have hit beer and rum barrels though. Yeah, rum barrels, and I yeah. I wasn't sure what to do because I've always had a lot of bourbon barrels, never a rum barrel, and yeah. it was it was quite tasty. We'll right. get some sweetness from it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's I don't do need uh, sweetening. Let's do nice. Let's do uh <laughs> so some crazy news here. All right, who's going Col- first? I hear Colin getting out of the shower. Uh oh. He's probably wondering if I'm swearing at you. But uh <laughs> I was wondering when they were gonna show up and surprise me, but they haven't been I haven't been ever since I went to Michigan. I don't think they've. Oh no, they did. I think Colin was in there one time. I'm sure uh, they're busy. You know, then they're, they're <laughs> they are busy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, that's what I. Th- this is like my go to excuse for why they don't do things. They just have too much going on. Like they're fucking kids. Like what? Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um. You know, I'll I'll take the first one just because okay. uh this was uh my my buddy Chris from work. Who who you met uh, at, yep. at Bows when you were here? Um, he's he's the one that told me about this, and and I think this is genius because <laughs> I could very I can think of many many instances where I'm at the at the store and they have the self checkouts, the U scans, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. and 
I swear, like I go to it because it's faster and I only have a few items, right? Yeah. But then inevitably there's the person that has 162 items at writing one of the check. scans, the, <laughs> writing a check. Like, how is it that at this point in time, scans have been around for what, 20 something years, I guess I would think. Yeah. Like, right. how is it? That at this point in time, people are still walking up to you scans and staring at it as if it's the first time they've ever seen it. Yeah. How have they not figured out? You walk up, you put your rewards card if you have one of those, you scan your shit, you put it in. If you don't you put it in the things that. and you try to be clever with it, then it yells at you. Yeah. And then the, you got the lady, the lady with the thing in her hand has to come oh, over. Oh, yeah. Uh, but like and then when you're done you you pay and you get the fuck out of there and so that way i can get in there and get my shit and it takes me like 10 seconds but anyway um see see what this what it's happening i'm wondering why i have high blood pressure <laughs> Your blood pressure well, and that's anyway. like the ones you go to those big those those coke machines that have the yeah. touch screen and you got to put it and they, people go up there and they just like scroll through what's available it's like what do you want you want diet coke you want sprite you want Fanta, whatever's well, in there. Yeah, what have you, you ever just walked go and up pick. To, a, to a soda fountain not having at least some sort of idea what you want? No. Like, you know, well, like, oh, there, God, know. look at all this. A whole new world is just opened up for them. No, if you it. wanted Coke, if you were standing in front of somebody, or if you were at the drive-thru at McDonald's right now, would no. you say that you wanted Coke or Sprite what or do you Dr. Have? Pepper? <laughs> so start there. What do you start have on there. top? And then you, you get your base. And then once yep. you have your base chosen, which you should already know by the time you walk up to that machine, yep. then you can say, mm, do I want the fucking strawberry vanilla at syrup added to it? Then you can do that, which takes another two seconds at the most to determine. And then that shit should be coming out in 10 seconds. But anyway, I do vanilla see. Sprite and orange Sprite together to make. The oh, that does sick. sound kind of good. I, I good. like the to do the diet the dr pepper and i've done like the cherry i'll usually the, the cherry or the cherry and the vanilla the vanilla yeah yep yeah that's fun those the two. uh let's but see yeah, here we're going bright and orange bright try it next time yeah. we're going to the netherlands first oh. and foremost so so my buddy chris is from scotland so he has a he has, same thing this is is his side of the planet <laughs> and this is uh that supermarket adds slow checkout lanes for for senior citizens who could use a chat. This is great. What, so honey? the old people can go to a dedicated land and get the fuck out of my way. Loneliness is one of the main issues that affects senior citizens around the world. And in addition to just not knowing how to use technology half the time, especially in urban settings where everything is fast paced and increasingly digitized. That's why a Dutch company came up with an idea to combat this from a very uh, form. This combat this from a very <laughs> common front no oh, it's right, in that French, does make sense. So. that does make sense Hard the grocers they, they, it must have been in in dutch first and they they uh <laughs> they trans like google translated it to english the grocery store check out yeah that's where they combat it uh jumbo a netherlands-based <laughs> supermarket chain with over 700 stores introduced a kletskasa was translated and I'm a pretty to chat. hip young man, okay? Why, why? To chat checkout, a special lane for customers who are not in a rush and could use a, t- uh, a little talk with the cashier. <laughs> Jumbo introduced these slow lanes back in summer 2019 as part of a wider initiative called One Against Loneliness, launched by the Dutch government. 
according to the statistics Netherlands, 1.3 million people in the Netherlands are over 75, and 33% have reported feeling at least moderately lonely. The first Klitschkasa uh, opened in the town of, God damn it, Vlijman. Vlij, <laughs> uh, God Vlijman. damn it. Vlijman in the province of North Brabant. The response was so positive that the, <laughs> that the company made plans to create 200 <laughs> of these lanes across the country. All, on top of that, all Jungle Stores store. also <laughs> 200 slow fucking lanes. That's, what, that's like a fucking living they need nightmare. It. <laughs> <laughs> I walk into the store and see that. I just walk straight out, never to return. On top of Finish that, Jungle sandwich. Stores... Also introduce a chat corner where local residents can gather for a cup of coffee and a little conversation. Many people, the elderly in particular, can feel lonely. As a family <sighs> business and supermarket chain, we have a central role in society. Our shops are a meeting place, that, and that means that we can do something to combat loneliness. The Klitschkasa is just one of those things that uh, things we can do. Said Jumbo CCO Colette Kulusterman Van Eerd. <laughs> we are so, we are proud of <laughs> we are proud our staff want to work that the chat checkout. They really want to help people and make contact with them. It's a small gesture, but it's a valuable one, particularly in a world that is becoming more digital and faster. The best part of the Klitschkasa is that it's not exclusive to for senior citizens. Okay. Oh, good. All, all lonely people with nothing better to do <laughs> can go through these. Uh, but anyone whose day could improve by taking it slow and having a little chat is welcome. This sounds to me like nightmare fuel. I will never yeah. be caught alive in one of these things. <laughs> like, no, no, I don't want to chat. I don't want to take it slow. I want the chatty slow people to get out of my way, though. Yeah, and this looks like a perfect solution. I think we should adopt it here in the United States. Yeah, let them go to their own lanes. Yeah, oh, damn it. I'm not at the store to make friends. I'm no. at the store to buy my shit and get the fuck out as quickly <laughs> as possible. I'm trying to get my beers, like go home and be be there for six o'clock when Robert's sitting down, ready to record, so I'm not late. Exactly. So I don't have to worry <laughs> about that, Zatuna. Though <laughs> Jack Jack takes care of me whenever I walk in. <laughs> He's just waiting there for me. I'm going to go to our friends at WearTV.com, which is ABC3 Wear TV, where it tells us, and this is uh, Florida. That's a really We're, interesting name. Yep. Or Wear, W-E-A-R, Wear TV. Um, yeah, maybe they'll tell us why. Where A man accidentally shoots himself during a series of burglaries Probably. in Okaloosa County. Alexa, where is Okaloosa County? Okaloosa County is located in Florida in the United States. Thank you. My pleasure. Deputies, Just doing my job. Deputy say off. Crestview man accidentally shot himself in the leg with a stolen gun while breaking into a vehicle. Justin McConnell, 28, was arrested on Thursday on charges of charges of grand charges. theft, burglary to a structure, car burglary, and felony violation of probation. Well, that is according to the Okaloosa County Sheriff's Office. Alexa, where is Okaloosa County? Okaloosa County is located in Florida in the United States. Thank you. It's very my specific pleasure. today. Just doing my job. The incident started. Hope you've enjoyed your Thursday. I was hoping he would actually give you the rest of it, but he didn't. The incident started Wednesday morning. You have your kids, you ask him to Next week, he's going to be like, it's on Earth. 
Yeah. Eventually, it'll tell you what you want. The incident started Wednesday morning when a woman living on Highway 85 near Crestview called deputies to report her man was outside of her home, which apparently was on the highway, saying he had been shot. Deputies responded and found McCall with a gunshot wound to his leg. He was taken to a hospital for treatment. The OSCO investigation revealed McCall had been captured on several residential video cameras in the area committing a series of car and residential burglaries. Co- uh, a homeowner on Zach Avenue told deputies she discovered someone had broken into her car and taken her purse. So he burgled her. He got burgled. Later, while watching a neighbor's surveillance video, she saw McCall on camera wearing her white Sperry boots, which had been in her home's garage. At the time of the crimes, McCall was out on bond for two burglaries. He was also on felony probation for a previous theft of a firearm, which apparently is what he was carrying around when he shot himself in the leg. Overall, he had 13 felony convictions since 2012 in Florida, including six for burglary, four for grand theft, and one for grand theft of a firearm, which I think we just talked about. Yeah. Pretty wild. Man, he's a smart criminal. Well, they didn't say what he looked like in those white boots, and they don't have a picture of it. So the other day, oh. I think it was uh, maybe Tuesday this week, Tuesday, Monday, or Tuesday. It was this week. We start getting like notifications in the Facebook group for our neighborhood and stuff. Uh-oh. So what happened was uh, a couple towns away, New Baltimore, right. Michigan, a uh, a guy tried to rob well he robbed a bank successfully yeah. robbed a bank yeah. but he walked in wearing a jiffy lube jacket because that's where he worked with his name embroidered on the front mm. nothing covering his head or face whatsoever so it was cl- into a bank and, and i don't know if you know this robert but banks have lots of security cameras uh-huh. and walked into a bank robbed the bank clear as day who he was gets into a car drives to a mile away from my house Speeding down the road, crashes yeah. the car, gets out on foot, and is is wandering around trying to like pull on people's door handles to get into their house to hide from the cops who are inevitably starting to like start looking for him. So all of a sudden, it's like they have helicopters out. They have they have um uh, like police canines and stuff like that out looking for him. They think they know where he is. As far as I know. They haven't found him yet. Uh-oh. So as as much of an idiot as he was, it was clear as day who he was from just the the photos that they posted on the news, you know, the news outlets. Um, they st- they lost him and they haven't found him yet. But like it was a big thing because the guy was at just like you know a a mile or or so away from our house, and so yeah. like be on the lookout. Like, Close your door and lock your doors. I'm like, I'm going to. Do just that. People are like, I'm gonna set my alarm. <laughs> I drink a beer. Sit on, I'm like, get up. Sit on though, the porch. But here's the thing, though. Do you think this guy gives a fuck? If no. people, oh, people were on the Ring app because they they had video <laughs> of him like walking up to their house and like pulling on the door handles, trying to get, yeah, just walking around, just going door to door. Yeah, yeah finding somebody that's open. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> maybe he found somebody. I don't know. We don't know. Might be. Maybe that's where he went. Oh man! Well, they found a new jurors. family. They've adopted. I'm afraid them. of this. Oh, good. Let's see what I got here. We'll stay in Florida. Fear flying. Make it easy. Florida. 
Florida woman tries to bring emotional support boa constrictor onto a plane in Tampa. Yeah, no thanks. I saw I saw the put video me, of that when it when it actually happened and it's like put, put no. me on the next no. one. It's, uh it's very common to see little dogs on planes, and I, I've seen that. It's super annoying. I get it. Some people have anxiety about flying, and if having that little dog on your lap helps, do it. I disagree. Don't do it. But this is Florida. We do things differently here in the Sunshine State, as we all know. As this Florida woman uh, in Tampa showed with her emotional support boa con- uh, constrictor. By the way, I, I'm at 96 K Rock. Is the uh, the 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 website oh. here and who is reporting on this? Here's what happened: the the TSA says that uh, a woman attempted to bring an emotional support pet boa constrictor snake onto a plane. They've never seen snakes on a plane, apparently. Uh, in December, <laughs> she had a movie about this. I bet she had hidden the snake in her carry-on bag and pushed it through the X-ray. I really planned on posting the Samuel Jackson meme here. What's that? that that would be too obvious, and that's the one. You know, Robert, that's the one where he <laughs> says, get these motherfucking snakes off this motherfucking plane. Please. Uh, so, let's see. Lisa Farbstein, uh, TSA spokesperson, tweeted, snake on a plane. This is a TSA x-ray of of Bartholomew, a boa constrictor who was in the traveler's carry-on bag. At Fly TPA, uh, which I think would be the the Tampa Bay Airport or Tampa Airport last month, woman claimed the snake was her emotional support pet. TSA notified the airline, which ruled that there was not going to be a, a snake on their plane. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, yep, there it is. A snake. There's a snake on the big ass. Uh, so. So with all the holdups, display delays and cancellations at the airports last month, here's another. Tampa Airport security was held up while a woman tried to bring a four foot boa constrictor onto the plane. <laughs> I get it though. If she'd uh, if she'd have checked that bag, who knows where it would have ended up. And a bunch of people posting other random shit. So yeah, crazy. <laughs> yeah, if if I'm, if I'm on a plane. And the lady next to me brings out a boa constrictor. Um, I'm not sure what I would do. I would definitely make them move me. Like I, I don't not necessarily like deathly afraid of snakes, but I don't want it. I don't want it next to me on an airplane now. Well, yeah, because you can't get you can't get away from it. Yeah, belt it in. <laughs> you belt it. Yeah, in a in a an area that's closed. Oh, yeah, they brought her support parakeet. We had a support peacock that one time many years ago. We had a support peacock we talked about. Now, we're going to go straight from Florida over to Japan. I think it's a direct flight. Now, this (laughs) one you you sent me last week, and I I thought it was pretty funny. And the weird things that people will do. Uh, But it takes us to our friends at the dailymail.co.uk, which we do like to frequent on the episodes. Yeah, they're good people. All right, it's true marginally it tells us that i'm a werewolf a japanese man spends eighteen thousand pounds and ultra or euros i don't know which was which on ultra realistic animal costume to fulfill his dream of living like a wild predator man has spent more than eighteen thousand. i think that's pounds on an ultra realistic costume so he can fulfill his lifelong dream of looking like a wolf 
It really does. The unnamed man asked Japanese special modeling company Zepet or Zepet to make the suit for him, spending a staggering 3 million yen or 18,800 pounds to transform into the gray furred predator. It took Zepet or Zepet some 50 days to complete the incredible lifelike costume. Yeah, that's fucking wild. The, the face one is pretty pretty uh, scary. With the specialized company releasing the images of the mystery client in a suit, Bizarre Request is undeniably lifelike. The weirdest part... Oh, okay. The weirdest part is when he's standing up on his on his feet. You know, I guess I was going to say his hind feet, but he's only got two two sets of feet, but or one set of feet. Uh, he's standing one, up. It was on one his, set. Right. Two feet, one set of feet. I'm very confused. I'm here to help. Uh, anonymous customer. I'm here to help you get through this article. <laughs> for the four-legged aspirations, wrote on Zpet's website, because of my love for animals since childhood and some realistic animal suits appearing on TV, I dreamed of being one someday. At the final fitting, I was amazed at my transformed self in the mirror. It was a moment when my dream came true. And I like that he's, he's out in the woods, like he's out in the park standing by, by trees. In the final fitting, I was amazed at the tramp. I did that part. The Japanese company Zipet usually provides costumes and figures for TV commercials and for films. The company said that for the incredibly intricate wolf design, they studied images of the predators so they could match every fine detail. The mystery client was overjoyed with the final outcome of his order, praising the company for their craftsmanship. He said, my order to look like a real wolf walking on hind legs was difficult, to say the least, but the complete suit looked exactly like I imagined. Not only did the specs perfectly cover all of my preferences, but the ventilation slit for the wearer's comfort and the devices that let the wearer put on without help showed me that designers paid close attention to the wearer's comfort. This is not the first time the company has fulfilled such a peculiar order, having it's previously aware, made... It's- it's a wearer wolf. A wearer. Oh, the wearer. Ah. Ah, not the first time. I did there. <laughs> the Japanese <laughs> company. That's close enough. It's not the first there time the Japanese company has fulfilled such a peculiar order, having previously made international headlines with another of their customers. Last year, the Japanese man had similar aspirations of becoming a four-legged animal. The man who identified himself as Toko spent $2 million Yen or twelve? I'm gonna get the same thing. Twelve thousand five hundred pounds on a dog costume. <laughs> Look at him go! <laughs> There's a wrong. video on there of a guy, a, a, a human being wearing the, a, a man wearing a collie costume. Looks like he's, Lassie. He's walking on his. Oh shit! Look at that. He's he's walking on all fours, <laughs> and then it shows him like rolling over on his on onto his back and. Flapping his paws. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with people, Robert? Something in the water is, over there. This is crazy. They should move yeah. to Flint. Z-Pent uh, nice. spent 40 days making the bespoke collie costume. Following the outfit's completion, Toko posted videos oh. of himself. With oh, there's, there's more article. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, there's video on you. It's almost done. Videos on YouTube. He wrote, I made it a collie because it looks real when I put it on. I thought that a big animal close to my own, oh, I clicked it by accident, close to my own size would be good, considering that it would be a realistic model, so I made it a dog. That makes sense. Yeah, that's pretty much it. 
18,000 euros. Yeah, he's walking around. He's got claws and everything. If you watch the YouTube video, now he's yeah. he's lying down. A little bit weird. To say I'll the s- least. I'll see if I'll see if they'll be available for your uh, not so secret Santa for next year. I appreciate it. I would like an eighteen thousand euros uh <laughs> I guess you'd be a soft coated wheat and terrier I want a doodle costume. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks in advance. All right. Our next story is taking us to California, where two men accidentally set themselves on fire, fire. trying to burn down an immigration center. Whoops. <laughs> Video shows both men diarrhea. running away from the fire. fire. They sat with fire. their uh, fire. Fire. flames. Fire. Fire. And, let's see here. Yeah, look at them. Look at them go. Two men set themselves on fire after dumping an accelerant on a California Immigration Services building and setting it ablaze, video shows. On Monday night, a ring surveillance camera captured two men dressed in black with masks covering their faces, walking up to Servicio de Immigración in Bakersfield, California. The two men proceed to dump the accelerant over the side of the building and parking lot in front. As one of the men continued to spread the fuel... The second squatted over a puddle of an accelerant, whoopsie, and tried to light it on fire while he he was squatting over it. The video shows the fire ignited violently, and the man sprinted away with his legs on fire. The second man panicked and fell down twice, and like his comrade, sprinted away from the scene of the uh, crime on fire. The man could be heard screaming as he ran into the night. The owner of the business said, uh, Servicio de Inmigración told a local Fox News outlet that they helped their customers work with the immigration process and pay their income taxes. Another worker said that the suspects dropped their phones as they fled the fire and they are now in the hands of authorities. I have to watch this video real quick. Let's see what's going on here. Work, fucker. Why does nothing work? The video's not... It grieves me. It grieves me, too. You know? (laughs) Son of a bitch. Hold on. Let me see. It grieves me. That that whole thing still cracks me up. I think about it every now and then. It grieves me. Oh man! Let's so are, did, are you going to watch the video? Or are you are you still working on no, that? No, I, I want to watch the video. I yeah. copied it. I I opened the page in Chrome. Maybe Chrome uh, uh, behaves a little bit better with it. Oh, it works just fine in Chrome. Oh, of course. Let's see here. Yeah, I'll do a screen share so we can enjoy this at the same time, Robert. Hold on. Okay. All right. Oh, I'll give the I'll give the listeners a play by play. That's what they want. All right. Here we are. Okay. Yep. I'm watching. So they're they're spreading accelerant all over the all over the ground. They can't even do hate right, Rob. When you can't even hate right, you know. <laughs> yeah, just all, all over the side of the building. Well, guys like that are not known to be the smartest. You know, if I'm being perfectly honest. Now he's going to try to start it on fire. Oh, no. he hits the... Oh! oh, 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 oh. It grieves me. 
Well, that'll fucking show them. <laughs> That's the best part. They, I Not guess they got a drop on his shirt because. He... Is he wearing a Jiffy Lube jacket? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he went. He went pretty quick. Yeah, pretty crazy. All right, whatever. Fucking dumbasses. Uh, let's see here. Did it stop sharing when I closed the window? No, let's see. Here we yeah. go. All right. Vice News has reached out to the business, local law enforcement, and the FBI, but did not receive a response at the time of publication. The company posted the video on its Facebook page. Dear customers, we started a little. Uh, we started the year a little bad, but with the grace of God, we will get ahead. Reads a translated version of Servicio de Inmigración's Facebook post. Kern County Fire Department responded to the blaze and was able to put out uh, put it out in ten minutes. The footage is quite dramatic, and we hope that these individuals are identified quickly. K- KCFD Captain Andrew Freeman told KBAK while the fire was contained in the business's garage, f- smoke from the fire got inside the building. And while it was put out quickly, some of Servicio de Inmigración property, like a large industrial fan, was destroyed. The business, the business was forced to close until further notice, and have started a GoFundMe campaign to help pay for the damages. They said that you some of the property of destroyed human being. was that of a friend who was keeping equipment uh, for their car wash business at the center. They've raised one thousand two hundred dollars of the five thousand dollar goal. Let's see. Let's see if they've uh, hit their goal. Oh shit! They, yeah, they're at seventeen thousand four eighty three now. So there they're uh, they're no longer accepting donations. Uh, so they're they're good to go now. That's good. Fuck yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's too bad. It's too bad. But I'm glad that they got they got set on fire because that's what you fucking get. <laughs> Assholes. Oh, oh man. Dave, Dave, Dave responded, uh, or Dave posted a comment on my all-time Uh-oh. favorite keyboard. Oh, he's more excited about the keyboard than my actual beer. Because he, he, he and I, so he has the same keyboard that will kind of like, you know, easily... Uh, scroll or, or operate between different computers, so oh, it, it yeah, kind of yeah. like adds, you know. So I have a Mac and I have a PC, and I can just move my mouse pointer you know, easily between them as if it's just different monitors on the same computer. So he's very uh, he's very happy for that. Didn't say anything about the beer, but you know that's all right though. Oh, well, that's Dave. Well, our last well, one and Dave's good. the one that told me about the keyboard. Oh, he has, he had it. I was like, oh, that's a good one. I need to get that one, and now that's I have why. it. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not good at that. I'm gonna have two separate keyboards, so I got to turn each one off every time I'm gonna use it. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. It's too easy to do it this way. Too easy. I really want the one, even though I don't need it. I want the one that has the thumbprint thing on it. Now that I know that I can, the Mac one. But it's got to have the number numbers on it because I won't buy it without the numbers. Yeah, it's tough to have a keyboard without the number pad on it. Yep. Our last one's gonna take us to our friends at Daily News reported. Where it tells us that a flight attendant locked a foul-smelling passenger in the lavatory for the duration of the flight. Houston, Texas, flight attendant Beth Worthington, 40, I like how they put their age there, of Sugarland, Texas. Maybe think of something I was going to ask. Sugarland, Texas, has been arrested <laughs> following... 
<laughs> Are you having a silent seizure? Are you okay? <laughs> no, I was gonna. I, I had something I was gonna ask <laughs> Alexa, but I forgot what it was. Has been arrested wow. following it. There's an, an answer from an Alexa Answers contributor that I translated, meaning that you don't worry anymore. Thank you. Hmm, that's interesting. Has been ar- arrested following an incident on board a flight that she was working. Not long after takeoff, passengers began to complain about an uh, an odor on board coming from a fellow passenger that was making several of them sick to their stomach. Oof. Worthington said, I was asked by passengers on board to see if I could get a man in question to wash up a bit, maybe put on some fresh deodorant. I spoke to the foul-smelling passenger about his odor, but he insisted that it was not his problem that I should be minding my own business. Ooh company and federal policies restricted Beth from doing anything further officially anyway but then she witnessed him go to the bathroom and got a bright idea I saw him enter the lavatory shortly after the seatbelt signs went off I decided to engage the security lock from the outside and permanently separate him from the others his stench was unbearable at this point I put an out of order sign on the door and carried on with my duties lavatory uh, a lavatory in question was in the back of the plane and none of the others on board could hear the man calling for help 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 or bang it's very loud on the airplanes yeah, yeah it's tough to hear that help. when the plane landed beth worthington let the man free and he immediately went to the tsa agents and explained his story the man in question whose name is dave is being held without of respect for his god wishes. damn it dave <laughs> With it, being held out of respect for his wishes. Sorry, Dave. I I just had to do that. Told agents that he suffers to Maria. Oh no, I retract that, Dave. He suffered. I'm not even going to say it. And that the experimental treatments he had been receiving to combat this uh, affliction were actually the cause of the pungent odor emanating from his body. See, this is when you say something to be funny, and then you have to immediately retract it, and you don't even know how to do that. That was all the TSA needed to hear. Well, I mean, it's it's. <laughs> so here's the thing. This is not real. Right. So, like, <laughs> but I still see, can't like, use Dave's name in that rest of that sentence. It well, seemed good oh, at the time. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll give I can't, that much. I can't use such words with, in the same sentence with my friend Dave. That was all the TSA needed to hear. Beth Worthington was placed under arrest by federal authority and is being held at the George Bush International Airport until local authorities showed up to escort her to the county jail. Beth Worthington is no longer allowed to work in the airline industry in the form of a fa- in any form or fashion as in, and has been placed on the do not fly list. And Speaking that's all of I have that, to say about that. Did you see the video on TikTok of the lady at the Atlanta airport freaking out and oh, spraying yeah. everybody with the fire with the fire <laughs> extinguisher? Yeah, she she had been over-served at the local bar while waiting for her layaway. Well, I think what happened layover, was she she was she, she was uh she was over-served and then they had already closed the door yeah. by the time she got she to was the late. gate. So she missed her flight and then she decided to um instead she decided to commit felonies <laughs> um, and get herself put on a do not fly list for the rest of her life where she, you know, I'm not sure she, how she was going to get home, but uh, she was real mad. Crazy. But yeah. So now what I wonder is, is although, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, you could tell she would have been overserved. is how do you get 
to such a state that you allow yourself in a public setting like that to get that angry, that wild, that everything, where she's telling, record it, record it, record it. And then she sees the person recording. She's like, <laughs> like keep recording because, because they're doing something wrong. Meanwhile, she's been a maniac. <laughs> well, yeah. So, the, well, I've seen two. There's oh. the lady with the fire extinguisher. And yeah. there's another lady who's being uh, who's being detained by I don't know if it's it's TSA or airport. Oh, security that's or the one police I saw. Officer. Yeah, and she's the one who's just screaming, "Record it! Record uh, it!" A different like, one then. It's like, yeah, they are recording it because you're being a <laughs> fucking idiot. You don't want this on being recorded. Yeah, too funny. Yeah, people people like I mean, and I get it. I mean, there's like, you go to the to the airport. There's bars and. And stuff all over the place, and then yeah. they'll serve you alcohol, uh, you know, premium priced alcohol on the on the airplane, um, you know, and 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 I have at in times I have gone to the bar before or, or, right. or indulged before a flight, and then ordered another one on the plane, and then I was like, okay, well, I'm kind of feeling pretty toasty now, so yeah. I'm gonna stop. Yeah, like I've never been. I've never gotten to the point where I just want to like you terrorize wanna, the airport and, and yeah. get arrested. It's crazy. <laughs> People are nuts. You don't want to be at the point where you're th- you feel like you got to throw up on an airplane. I mean, millions of people fly on an annual basis, Robert. Yeah, some of them are bound to be fucking nuts, right? <laughs> it's Most, a numbers game. You know, you, you take a million people sample. Some of those people are fucking nut jobs and, and and they are allowing them on an enclosed space 30,000 yeah. feet in the air with other people yeah so oh, you're bound to have issues this preceding show is brought to you with joy by the two bobs oh words of their own not of anybody else in the world because nobody else would fucking own up to this shit and you can subscribe to our podcast or just go to the fucking two bobs.com stop being a little bitch and just zone up and do it